Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana. I have a quick little announcement before we jump into today's episode. So I have another podcast called Alex's Super Rad Christmas Cast. It's a podcast all about the Christmas season with a new episode every day from December 1st to the 25th with many past guests from Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana making an appearance. So if that sounds like something you might be interested in, please go check it out. It's called Alex's Super Rad Christmas Cast and you can find it wherever you find your podcast. So that's all I got to say. Please enjoy today's episode. Is it better than Mubasa Santana? Is it better than the 1999 hit? Is it better than the multiple Grammy award winning Mubasa Santana? Featuring Rob Thomas. Hello, everybody, and Merry Christmas, and welcome to Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana, the world's first and only musical comedy game show where there are no winners, no losers, just Smooth by Santana. It's Christmas Eve. I hope you got all your uh, your Christmas shopping done because we have a loaded show for you full of some Christmas classics and uh, one of one of the more frequent guests. It is Andrew Ferguson. Andrew, how are you doing on this Christmas Eve? Yo, Mr. Mock, um, I'm doing very well on this Christmas Eve. <laughs> well, this is the third part of our Christmas Spectacular this year. We've had 16 Christmas songs. We've got eight more for everyone today. We've had some good guests. We had Ben Gervais and Luke Corona in episode one and Tiffany Noel in episode two. Ferg, I mean, how do you feel being episode three? Is it an honor? Are you nervous? Do you have to go behind such iconic guests? Well, I know those are some big shoes to fill, but it's... I get the Christmas Eve episode, so I feel like, you know, all the good vibes are on my side. That's true. That's true. So Christmas, Christmas music as a whole. Is that something you're a fan of? There's some people out there who aren't a fan of Christmas music. What's your opinion on the whole genre? The thing is, for me, Christmas music is like a it's like a scene setting thing. Like musically, I'm not like, yeah. Um, jingle bells. That's, that's some real avant-garde stuff, but like, you know, when you're in the kitchen making cookies and drinking eggnog, like Christmas music needs to be on for that to be proper. You know what I'm saying? I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. So do you find yourself ever listening to Christmas music before, uh, Thanksgiving or you're a firm black Friday onward Christmas listener? Oh, firm black Friday onward. A thousand percent. You're not about that early life. You don't like to. No, I have, Alex, I have at least a little bit of, of mental discipline. <laughs> so anyone who does it is just lacking that discipline. Yes. hundred percent. Noted. Noted. <laughs> well, we got eight songs. It's Christmas Eve. I know we got to go uh, to our family parties in a bit, so we probably should get started. Don't you think? I believe so. Well, in 2020, scientists have discovered that Smooth by Santana is the exact middle point of all music. With the help of my guests, we'll listen to every song that's ever been made and decide whether or not the song is better or worse than the Latin alternative rock classic. Eventually, by the end of the show's run, all music in its entirety will be classified into two categories. Here are the rules. I'll go through eight different songs from eight different genres by eight different artists. After listening to each one of the songs, it is up to the guests to decide whether or not the song is better or worse than Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. If the song is better, the guests will say, man, it's a hot one. If the song is worse, they'll say, forget about it. One of those options must be chosen by the guests, but they're able to elaborate if they please by choosing a softer or hard option. For example, they can say that's a hard, hot one if it's much better than Smooth by Santana or a soft forget about it if it's slightly worse. The song will also be played for you at home, so feel free to play along and email me your opinions at man, it's a hot one at outlook.com. Whew, I've done that a few times. 
You ready to uh, jump on into this? I'm ready. Let's All right. It. So we begin it in each episode with a hit, something that the people know, something that the people have heard before. And this one comes from 1978. It is a classic rock song, and it is Please Come Home for Christmas by the Eagles. Bells will be ringing This sad, sad news Oh, what a Christmas Song number one, that was Please Come Home for Christmas by the Eagles. While being the more well-known version, the song was actually written and performed by blues artist Charles Brown and was released in 1960, where it reached number 76 on the Billboard Top 100. 16 years later, the Eagles released their version, which reached number 18 on the Billboard Top 100 and was the first Christmas song since 1963 to reach the top 20 on the chart. So, Ferg, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Mr. Mock, we are starting off strong today. That is a hard, hot one. Man, it's a hot one. Mm, very nice. A super, super hot one. Because, <laughs> um, like, in my mind, I don't even, I really almost don't classify it as Christmas music. You know? Um, yeah, I, I really, I don't even classify it, I think, as Christmas music. Um, just because like there's so many elements of the song that are actually so good musically, like the, the uh, chord progression, which I know it's not like an Eagles written song, uh, which, by the way, did you know that it's actually the band name is just Eagles, not the Eagles? I see that. I think I see people going back and forth on that on the uh, on the interwebs. Yep. So I don't know. No, but it is actually just Eagles. So the song would be crazy. Please Come Home for Christmas by Eagles. Yes, which sounds terrible. I still say the Eagles. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. It feels right. <laughs> but yes, it would be by Eagles, which uh, kind of gross to me. Anyway, um, I, th- yeah, there's so many things. The progression, which though it's not by them, is super, super classic and really intricate and like uses uh, makes great use of like tension and diminished chords. Uh, it walks really well. Uh, Don Henley sang the song and it sounds freaking amazing because it's Don Henley. Um, I mean, like anytime you have a Christmas song that has like blues licks in it like that um, vocally, that's pretty dang cool. So I think it's a pretty hard hot one, in my opinion. Very nice. Very nice. And are you a fan of uh, Eagles, um, you know, outside of? This I am. Song? Oh, yeah. Big time. Definitely. I think they they revolutionized rock and roll um, in one of its iterations, at least. So I'm a, I'm a big Eagles fan. Very nice. Very nice. And um, if you had Don Henley as a Secret Santa recipient, what would you get him? 
Um, I'd probably get him like a like a voucher for for like a a free surgery, but I wouldn't tell him what it was. And then when it happened, they would just swap our vocal cords. Ah, so it's a present for yeah. yourself as well. Yeah, surprise present for myself. <laughs> I'd have to come up with some sort of like. It's a massage or something. <laughs> but yeah, you're also gonna be blindfolded when we go in, so don't ask. Yeah, questions. <laughs> don't worry about the gown. It's for the <laughs> massage purposes. <laughs> what? Why am I also wearing one? I don't know. I don't want you to feel out of place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, big Eagles fan. One. Very nice. Very nice. We had a hot one for the first track of the show. We're moving on to song number two. This one comes from 2005. And it is a also it's also a cover. It is Father Christmas by the band Smash Mouth. a 2005 pop punk track father christmas by smash mouth the song comes from smash mouth's one and only christmas album titled the gift of rock which features covers of popular christmas rock songs this particular song is a cover of the kinks whose version came out in 1977 and the song is about a mall santa who gets bugged by a bunch of kids you know the holiday season so ferg is it better than it's moved by santana alex for the meme purposes, that is an absolute super hard hot one. But for every other purpose, that's a, that's a straight forget about it. It sounds like, like I, I wonder if the Kinks version sounds better. I haven't heard it, but this song sounds like, like the vocals don't sound good. Um, part of my critique, part of the thing I was like, this is dumb, um, which by the way, I still love it. Uh, like I'll probably listen to it later on today, just so we're on the same page there. Okay. Um, but part of my part of my problem with it is like lyrically, it's so bad. <laughs> but they didn't write it, so like, can I hold it against Smash Mouth? I guess not. <laughs> but but what I can hold against Smash Mouth is like like they double track the lead vocal, and it doesn't sound good. <laughs> like, like it sounds like kids bop but adults. Oh, so, that's never a good thing. <laughs> so. I don't know. I don't know what they thought they were doing, um, but that's a forget about it for me. Um, if you wrote a Christmas song, would you uh-huh. let Smash Mouth cover it? I'm going to have to pray about that. Um, <laughs> actually, you know what? Yes. And it's just for the experiment. I want to see what they would do. 
just so you could be like, ah, okay. I wish I didn't let that happen, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so but a Smash did. Mouth Christmas album. You think you're gonna ever sit down and listen to it all the way, or you think that's just too much Smash Mouth? Gosh, is it is there such a thing as too much Smash Mouth? <laughs> um I you know what, Alex, at some point in my life, I'll probably listen the whole way through. I might have to sedate myself first, but I'll probably do it. And I think there can be too much Smash Mouth because I feel like America as a collective whole agreed that we have had too much of Smash Mouth and that's why we don't really hear them anymore. I think so, I guess. But the thing is, like, yeah, they became a huge meme, but it still brought them more notoriety. So, like, you know, clowns get paid. So, I don't know. Maybe this was all a big ploy. Um that was created by big smash mouth who is just trying to, I, I don't know, make themselves like more lucrative. That's interesting. I mean, do if you think they're, yeah, I mean, if you do, they could all be masterminds. <laughs> I just know. Like, I always think about that sometimes. Like what I want that like notoriety, like they get people going to their shows, but for like the joke of it, like they're still buying right. their tickets, right. but, like as a joke. So I don't know. Clowns. Clowns get paid. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So we got to forget about it on that one? I think so. I think that's a pretty strong forget about it right there. I gotcha. We're moving on to song number three. This one comes from this year. It's a 2021 power pop track, and it is Merry Christmas by Ed Sheeran and Elton John. Oh, man. Build a fire and gather round the tree Fill a glass and maybe come and sing with me That was song number three. That was a 2021 power pop song. Merry Christmas by Ed Sheeran and Elton John. The song is Ed Sheeran's first ever Christmas single and Elton John's second. The song topped the charts in the United Kingdom, making it Elton John's second number one single of 2021. That doesn't feel real, right? Like him having two number one singles in 2021. And it's his ninth number one single. Yeah, (laughs) his ninth number one single overall, as well as Ed Sheeran's 12th number one single overall. 
The song topped the charts in Canada and Switzerland as well. And the duo has stated that they've written two other Christmas songs, but we have yet to hear if they'll ever be released. So, Ferg, is it better than it's moved by Santana? Yeah, Alex, we've got another uh, forget about it here. Mm. Here's the thing. I was like, it kind of just felt to me like a, a big jumble of a lot of words. And then they just said, Merry Christmas at the end. Like it, like it was like they could have said anything and then just stuck a little Merry Christmas on there. And I, and I would kind of believe that it was an attempt at a Christmas song. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, it was just moving. It was moving so fast. I was like, what are you, what are you saying to me right now? Call, <laughs> slow down. Um, and then the other thing is, I don't know if it's like my listening device or something right now, but like, um, I couldn't tell who was singing in the beginning. Like it didn't sound like Ed Sheeran to me for, for a second. I don't know what the deal was with that, but, and my disclaimer here is that, um, I think both of these guys are obviously hugely talented. Like I've seen, I've seen Ed Sheeran live before and he was great. Um, super, super talented guy. And then obviously Elton John, I think speaks for the name speaks for itself. Like I don't really need to say anything about that. Massively, massively talented people, but like a weird song for me. <laughs> mm. So you think it's the song itself or that two artists have different dynamics that don't really mesh well together. I, that's a good point too. I think that could be it. And I think I see, you see that a lot with like, with these big, like superstar duo things, um, like these one-off things where like a star comes and does a, a, a single with another star. And it's just like the, it's almost like they didn't even consider like the musical aspect of things. They were just like, yeah, we'll stick two big names together and, and like something will, you know, it'll work. Um, I, and I feel like other people have done that. I can't think off the top of my head of, of other ones right now. I'll, I'll have to be thinking about that, see if I can remember any more for later. But um, I feel like I've seen it before where the people do that and it just does not work. I gotcha. Um, do you, why do you think it, uh, it was able to top the United Kingdom singles chart as well as topping the chart in three countries? What elements of the song do you think kind of um, allowed it to be so successful? Oh, it's nothing about the song. It's that British people are insane. <laughs> <laughs> Just go right out and say it then. <laughs> yep. That's it. And you know what? The song was a little bit insane too. As I mentioned earlier, it was just like a big wash of words and then Merry Christmas. So like, maybe they like that. I don't know. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. And a uh, final question for the song. Do you think Elton John and Ed Sheeran have uh, matching Christmas pajamas? <laughs> that i could be on that team i bet they probably tracked that whole song in their matching christmas pajamas personally so in one of their mansions because you know they both have them. <laughs> well one of the mansions uh or i guess one of each of their multiple mansions i don't know how i'm trying to say that but i guess they had like probably six to choose from <laughs> maybe they bounced around did like a different did a different verse in a different mansion every every day i don't know you know what? When you have those that many mansions, you have to just, you know, make use of them. You do. You do. Absolutely. You definitely do. So song number three is a forget about it. We have one hot one and two forget about it so far. Moving on to song number four. And it's a wait a minute. Do you hear that? It, uh, do I hear it? 
it, it sounds like the Weezer alarm. Oh no. Yes, the Weezer alarm. The alarm that plays every time a Weezer song is about to be played. It's been a while. <laughs> and uh, you know, you're never safe from Weezer and that's the case on Christmas Eve. So Weezer <laughs> has written several Christmas songs. And uh, if you're wondering what that is, that is the Talk Box solo from Beverly Hills, one of Weezer's most prominent songs. So I don't know if you ever had the Weezer alarm on one of your episodes, Ferg, but you, you, I have not. You can't expect it. It just comes out of nowhere and it gets you. And uh, <laughs> Weezer is the most played artist on this show because they just make so many interesting recordings. I can't help but just throw them on. So yeah. Weezer has made a couple Christmas songs. And the one we're going to be listening to today is a 2000 alternative rock track. And it is Christmas Celebration by Weezer. song number four and that was christmas celebration by weezer even during the christmas season you can't escape them you can't escape weezer and this song comes from their two track ep released exclusively to the members of the weezer fan club i still have mine i'm guessing you still have yours right for yeah yeah totally <laughs> and the ep was titled christmas cd i guess they spent more time uh writing the songs than they did naming the <laughs> the ep <laughs> It was, a, it was also released digitally in 2005 under the name Winter Weezerland, which I like a bit more. I don't know about you. Uh, Winter Weezerland sounds uh, pretty sweet to me. You like that? I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm a big supporter of Winter Weezerland. So, Fur, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Alex, I've got to say, I really, really, really almost gave this song a hot one. It's right there. It's right there. But then I remembered how good Smooth by Santana is. And then I was like, yeah, wait, never mind. Because I was like, you know what? For being Weezer, for, for Weezer doing the Weezer thing that Weezer does, it's pretty good. You know? Um, but I just, it was just, it was both not enough Weezer and too much Weezer all at the same time. I understand that that is a statement which makes no sense, but I feel that in my heart and that's what I have to go with. But it's it, even though it doesn't make sense, it's a statement that properly uh, describes Weezer, I believe. Good. Well, then I then if you understand that, then then I think we can be on the same page. And I think that's why I like to put Weezer on this show, because I think it just gives uh, people 
existential crisis because they're just like, I just don't know how to handle Weezer. Weezer is like an other earthly force that <laughs> you just cannot contain nor understand. It, it's really beyond music. <laughs> it's really more than music. So Weezer has several Christmas songs. Do you plan on uh, just having a marathon of them after the episode? Um, you know, Alex, um, <laughs> I don't, I would have to really mentally prepare. I, the, the problem with that is like, I don't know what type of mental space to even put myself in to, to kind of take that on. So, um, I think that's another one at some point in my life, I'm going to be having a really weird day and I'm going to listen to the Weezer Christmas album. That point is hopefully not today. And when that time does come, someone please check on me. <laughs> we'll have a search party <laughs> at the ready whenever. <laughs> yes. And uh, Weezer, you think they're, uh, you think they go to like all the cool Hollywood Christmas parties or do you think they're kind of treated like the high school nerds and they have to hang out by themselves? I, I'm getting the high school nerds vibe mm. personally, but yeah, I mean, once again, you know, we're talking about how Smash Mouth are secretly masterminds at their craft and everything they do. So maybe maybe Weezer has us all fooled. Potentially. You know? Potentially. Well, all right. We got to forget about it there. I believe so. All right. That is the Christmas edition of the Weezer Alarm. So uh, you just, just know when you're listening to the show, you can never be safe from Weezer. And we're going to be moving on to song number five. This is a 1992 R&B track, and it is All Alone on Christmas by Darlene Love. song number five that was all alone on christmas by darlene love is a 1992 r&b song darlene love is a grammy award-winning singer from los angeles california who's best known for her work with the focal group the blossoms love has had a successful solo career as well being inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame and being ranked as the 84th best singer of all time by rolling stone magazine the song was written by steven van zandt the guitarist of bruce springsteen's e street band and was featured on the film home alone 2 lost in new york so ferg is it better than Smooth by Santana? Alex, I have to say, I made this song a promise from the very first second. I said, Darlene, if you give me a tenor sax solo at the end of this song, then I will give you a hot one. And she delivered. 
And so, Alex, this song deserves a hot one. And it's a hot one. A hot one. So that promise to Darling Love came true. Yes. And it's literally only on the merit of the tenor sax solo at the end. I was mm-hmm. I wanted it the whole song and then it happened. So <laughs> <laughs> short, sweet and simple on this one. That's just what it is. Very nice. You have anything else to say on the song? Maybe about its its lyrics, its composition, the vocals? Nope. Only tenor sax solo. Only tenor sax solo. <laughs> okay. So Darling Love will probably get the quickest and simplest hot one in show history. But I think that's the way you kind of want it, don't you? Yep. All right. That's what Darlene deserves. (laughs) Well, congratulations, Darlene. You got yourself a hot one. And we are moving on to song number six. And (laughs) song number six is a 2007 hip hop song. And it is Jingle Bells, a hip hop carol by Kyle Massey. What's up? Yeah, I go by Kyle Massey, a.k.a. Santa Claus for the evening. (laughs) Yeah, me. I don't do reindeer too well. So I got poodles and dogs and cats and a big red sleigh with TVs and the headrest. <laughs> hey, yes, sir. Let me talk to him. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Building snowmen and having lots of fun because we got presents today. Bells on bobtails ring, making spirits bright. We got a good look at old St. Nick because we stayed up late last night. Sing! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. It's a lot of fun. All right, that was song number six. That was a 2007 hip hop song. That was Jingle Bells, a hip hop carol by Kyle Massey. For those who don't know, Kyle Massey is a rapper and actor from Atlanta, Georgia, and is best known for his work within the Disney Channel and also made music as well, apparently. And he was the runner up for the 11th season of Dancing with the Stars and was featured on the famous Disney Channel games, where I don't remember what happened, but. He was there. I remember. So, Ferg, is it better than it's moved by Santana? Alex, this song is a straight up hot one. And it's a hot one. Um, I don't know what Disney was thinking when they allowed um, this to be published under their name, <laughs> but they were doing it right. Um, also, I don't know who who told Kyle that he could write verses to to jingle bells but he did it and no one stopped him so um you know what i support his um his artistic freedom i guess uh i also really appreciate the way that he would say um he kept saying jingle like throughout the song as if he was like ludicrous saying luda (laughs) 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 so I, i did like those um yeah. Yeah, he really delivered for me on this one. Interesting. So where would you play Kyle Massey on the hip-hop Mount Rushmore? Next to, like, Tupac or next to Biggie? Oh, I would probably sandwich him in between the two because I feel like he has so many elements of both. Mm. I feel like he really paved the way for both of those guys. I agree. 
Yes. And I guess my final question is, what is a hip hop carol? Is it just is, is it like it's just a Christmas carol, but in hip hop form or is it something completely different? Um, Alex, I think a hip hop a hip hop carol at its core is really just prayer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's really just um, the the depths of someone who is in tune with their heart. Ferg, I just I just want to let you know you're the first guest where I just can't keep up with these answers. <laughs> 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 Which I guess is like I get take that as a compliment. <laughs> I think I guess I will. I'll do my best. <laughs> All right, we got two more songs left. We're moving on to song number seven. And this one's kind of special. This is a special song. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a 2021 pop rock song. And it's a it's a song called Small Town Christmas by the person we know very well. It is Rob Thomas. Wow. song number seven that was small town christmas by rob thomas yes that rob thomas rob thomas of smooth by smooth by santana featuring rob thomas it's the first rob thomas solo song to be featured on the show so that's a big deal in my opinion and the song comes from his newest album something about christmas time which released this year the album is his first christmas release and was written and recorded in his home studio in new york city during the summer so ferg is it better than smooth by santana Alex, I know that we wouldn't have this show um, if it weren't for Rob Thomas. And so I want to I want to say this in the most respectful way that I can. Um, I hate everything about that song. <laughs> I, hate, I hate how it starts. I hate how it ends. I hate the bells. Um, was it, it was recorded in the summer, you said? It was indeed. That makes sense. Um, it's just, <laughs> it's just awful. The melodies, the it's, it's like someone took a Hallmark movie, like a bad one. So I guess just a Hallmark movie and put it in a song. <laughs> like, like, oh man, that, yeah, I don't. I'm almost at a loss for words. But so what? Um, I, what about this song has made you at a loss for words that Kyle Massey's Jingle Bells or <laughs> Father Christmas by Sebastian Ralph wasn't able to accomplish? You know, like, 
I feel <laughs> like Carl Massey, Carl Massey's Jingle Bells was true to Carl Massey. He was really burying his heart out for people right there. You can tell that this song was recorded in like June, you know? <laughs> It's just, it's just not right. Like it just feels wrong. And I can, I don't know why, but it makes my bones hurt. So <laughs> do you feel like the only reason you don't like truly appreciate it is because you're not a part of a small town. Like, you know, this song was written for people in small towns. And if you talk to people in small towns, like, Oh, this song is incredible. And we just don't have the capacity to understand it due to our life situations. You know, Alex, I think this song was written for people who live only in the fake small towns that are in Hallmark movies. <laughs> the ones that don't exist. <laughs> the, the ones that don't exist where it's like they just pretend they're in a small town, but it's it feels nothing like that. And anyone who actually lives in a small town understands that that's how, not how small towns work. That's the small town that this is written for. That's what I that's what I would say. Are you disappointed in Rob Thomas? It's um, it's sounding like you may be slightly disappointed in the man. Well, here's the thing, and that's what I I once again, you know, I I understand that he is the the source and summit of this show, and so I have to say, in the most respectful way possible, Rob, that was awful. <laughs> man, I to be honest, I wasn't expecting this reaction. I wasn't expecting that's really a hot one. I mean, I was probably expecting like maybe a slight forget about it, but for it to be just considered awful, I'm taken aback. It's it's interesting. I was expecting it just to be another Christmas song, but I just I guess I haven't I'm not able to see what you were able to see from this. Do you know, Alex, I, I think a lot of what it was, if I'm going to break it down to the specifics, get serious for a second. The bells, anytime it starts with bells like that, I'm like. That's a big turnoff for me, unfortunately. It's like, there's, there's no better way to say, I'm trying really hard to do Christmas than start your song with bells. You know what I mean? Mm. Which is probably why I like the Eagles song so much, because it's, it's like, it doesn't feel like a Christmas song. It feels like a blues song. That's an but, interesting point. Yeah. Would you say it just, it goes back to me being disappointed with Rob Thomas? And this is that maybe where the strong feelings could be coming from. Like I expected more from you, Rob, like maybe that kind of sentiment. It it could be that it could be that. Um, Yeah, that that is a good point. Just because, you know, smooth is so good. Such a wonderful song. Interesting. interesting. And I love some Matchbox 20. I really do. As all of America should. Yeah. 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 The final question for the song is, do you think Rob Thomas and Carlos Santana have any Christmas traditions they do together? Maybe like baking sugar cookies or something. <laughs> I bet. I bet Rob always tries to give presents early and Carlos is like, no, we have to wait for Christmas morning. <laughs> I bet they got that kind of back and forth. And it's like, it's a yearly argument. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Cause Rob's like, I just, I have to see your face. I just can't wait any longer. And then Carlos like, no, we have to wait to Christmas. That's the whole point yep. of Christmas presents. Yep. That's, that's what I think. Mm. That's what I think. And Carlos probably just gets new guitar strings. I mean, I don't know what else to get Carlos, to be honest. That, yeah. And then <laughs> somehow Rob gets like angst in a box. <laughs> Boxed angst. Boxed angst. <laughs> 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 that implies, I, I, 
in my head that implies that there's like bottled angst which is funny because then boxed angst is like more environmentally friendly that's what i exactly was about to say (laughs) (laughs) we're not at all talking about music anymore but thank you for that That that's good i think it's not a good smooth by santana episode of at least at one point the show just completely devolves and the conversation has nothing to do with music (laughs) (laughs) so anyway everyone listening you're not allowed to steal boxed angst that's my product it's my idea (laughs) You're gonna have a you're gonna have a corner of the monopoly on pop punk and emo music if you're able oh, to. Oh, you don't even y'all aren't ready to see me pitch this to Mr. Wonderful. Like it's gonna <laughs> be crazy. <laughs> Next to the tank is Andrew Ferguson, whose new product will revolutionize alternative rock music. <laughs> oh man, I gotta get to work on that. <laughs> but not before it's we have party. our last song. We have one. Oh no, song. not at all. One more song left. The last song of the Christmas season for Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana. The last song from this three-episode uh, special, spectacular even. It is a hit. Because we end and begin each episode with a hit. And this hit, oh, it's, it's a hit. It comes from 1961. It's a jazz track. And it is the famous, the Christmas song, Merry Christmas to You by Nat King Cole. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe help to make the season bright tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase to kids from one to... All right, that's the last song of the Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana Christmas Spectacular. I hope you've enjoyed all of them. It is a 1961 jazz hit. It is the Christmas song Merry Christmas to You by Nat King Cole. Originally written by Robert Wells and Will Torme, in 1945, this version of the song is actually the fourth recording of the song done by Nat King Cole. He has four different versions of the song, which is crazy. Really? Yeah. And is the most widely known and played version of The Bunch. The song was released on Cole's album, The Nat King Cole Story, which was nominated for Album of the Year at that year's Grammys, which is like the fourth ever Grammy. So it was a while ago. The song reached <laughs> number 65 on the Billboard Top 100 chart and has gone to become one of the most popular Christmas songs of all time. It was even inducted in the Grammy Hall of Fame. So, Ferg, for the last time this episode, this last time on the Christmas Spectacular, 
Is it better than Smooth by Santana? Alex, this song is in the Grammy Hall of Fame for a reason. This is the hardest hot one of the day. And it's a hot one. Just by a long shot. Um, and, you know, I, I definitely have a, a pretty large jazz appreciation. Um, and even saying that, like, I don't listen to that much Nat King Cole, but good Lord. I mean, the, the strings line in the beginning, I mean, well, really all throughout, but even what I'm saying is from the very start, like that is a haunting, haunting string section. It's so good. Um, the, uh, I, I'm not even really going to be able to speak. I think too many specifics on it because it's so intricate. Um, that I would like have to actually sit down with it and like listen a bunch of times to try to figure out exactly what's going on. But they use um, so many um, like really, really effective uses of um, of tension and of diminished chords and of uh, voice leading in those string sections. And then they also have modulations all throughout like even inside of like a, a verse will have a modulation in and out of a key. Like it, the song's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah. I don't think much else to say, huh? No. I mean like, like, and the thing is like, that's not even quintessential Christmas to me, even at that, like um, what I, what I'm, what I mean to say is that this song, I'm not giving it bonus points for being like, this is, um nostalgic christmas in the back of my mind like i don't listen to this i think that often on christmas which i know is strange to say like i think maybe i hear the opening line a time or two throughout the season but like other than that it's really not like wow this is a christmas song i just think the song by itself is actually so good so very very good job on that one thank you for giving me that after the smash mouth and the and kyle's wonderful um (laughs) Christmas creations. Well, sometimes you have to get through the tough times to get to the good. <laughs> well, we certainly got through the tough ones today. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all eight songs. We got a couple hot ones. We got a couple forget about it. But overall, we had a good and merry Christmas time. It was a it was a good time. Oh, you had a good time? I had a great time. Well, very good to hear. We're not done just yet. We have a couple questions for you. The same question I ask every guest on the show uh first question is what type of music are you currently listening to what is on the rotation any christmas and non-christmas songs or artists or albums yeah it's it's uh alex recently i've been listening mostly to folk music i don't know if that was my same answer as last time i've been on a a few different kicks since the last time we got together i was on a funk kick for a while um then, uh, like, a, I was on a, um, an indie kick for a minute. Um, I was listening to Phoebe Bridgers in the middle of the summer, which sounds not right. I think I was depressed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I'm back on a folk kick. I, I know I've recommended Punch Brothers before. They're a favorite of mine. Um, I also really, really love Mandolin Orange. Um, Super, super good. You might need to be a little bit sad before you go listen to Mandolin Orange, but it's worth it. I promise. Very nice. Uh, that kind of goes to the next one. Is there any other song or artist recommendations you have for uh, everyone listening? Other than them, um, 
Oh, shoot. I had one more. I had one more. Um, let's see. Earlier today, Jordy Searcy, uh, Jordy Searcy put a new single out that I got to listen to earlier today for the first time. It's really, really good. It's called Molly. So that's a great song. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. My dogs are going insane. No, you're good. And uh, the final question, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to anyone out there in the world? I want to shout out Jesus, God, um, Nick Bellingham for <laughs> getting married. And also because every time I come on the show, I shout out Nick Bellingham. That's true. I saw the man yesterday. He's doing good. Good, 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 good. Good man. Good man. But uh, yeah, that's all I have for you, Ferg. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a great Christmas. Oh, likewise, Alex. And um, to all of the listeners as well, have a wonderful Christmas. Absolutely. And uh, as I end every episode, I say thank you for joining. And I also want to thank you for making the theme song. I always give you a shout out at the end of uh, <laughs> the episode for uh, making the theme song. So go check Ferg out with the late nights on Spotify or Napster or wherever you get your music. And, Napster. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Napster. <laughs> And the EP, Sorry We're Late, uh, I used to call it Sorry I'm Late, but I corrected myself, so we're good now. <laughs> good. Wonderful. And, uh, yes, go check him out. And uh, if you have any song requests, please send them my way to manatahawan at outlook.com, uh, as well as any of other opinions you have, except the mean ones. I don't want to see those. Oh. No, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> all, all opinions are welcome. And uh, make sure you put your hot ones and forget about it in the email as well. I hope to see you all here next Friday. For New Year's Eve, you know, that weird period after Christmas and, uh, you know, before you get to New Year's, it just kind of feels like you're just floating in nothingness. You know what I'm talking that is about? A weird, that is a weird period. It's a very weird period because you don't know what to do yeah. with yourself. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Next Friday, we'll have a Chris, I mean, a New Year's Eve episode. So we're going to be celebrating the New Year's in style by rating music in comparison to Smooth by Santana. What better way to spend the end of the year? There isn't one. There, <laughs> there isn't. You're correct. So join us here next Friday. For thank you so much once again. And I like to end this episode like I like to end every episode by reading my new favorite comment on the Smooth by Santana music video on YouTube. There's no Christmas ones I checked, so we're gonna have to go with another weird one. <laughs> this one, this one comes from Mark Neft, who says Google. So shout that's out to it? Mark. Yeah, that's it. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> i wonder what mark was willing to search i'm guessing he's one of those older guys who just was like trying to go to the search bar but oh definitely accidentally yeah. went to the comment box and you know what alex i hope he found it <laughs> you hope he found what he was looking for i hope for. he got there <laughs> i hope he was looking for how to how to like make a comment on youtube because if he was he didn't need he was it in the right place <laughs> he was in the right <laughs> well i hope mark has a good christmas as well <laughs> yeah merry merry christmas mark yes thank you for once again and thank you all for listening i hope you all have a very great christmas thank you so much for uh the past three episodes they were a fun time to have and if you want some more christmas and you haven't checked out those past episodes go check them out we got some more christmas fun there and um also i have another podcast called alex's super rad christmas cast so if you need more christmas podcast goodness go check that out on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. And um, that's all I got. So uh, thank you, everyone, once again. Thank you, Ferg, for joining. Thank you all for listening. And don't forget, give me your heart, make it real, or else forget about it. I'm Alex. This was Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana. I hope you have a Merry Christmas, and I'll see you all next time. Bye.